Welcome to the Foundation's Report. Isaiah 53.5 is one of the most amazing verses in Scripture when you read it in the original Hebrew. Prophetic in nature, it foretells the kind of suffering Jesus would endure on the cross and applies those particular types of suffering to our sins. The verse says, But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. The term wounded from a Hebrew context meaning pierced. We know that Jesus was pierced in his hands and feet and side. The term bruised was the result of a blow to the skin or being buffeted. We know that the soldiers buffeted him when they blindfolded him and would hit him and say, tell us who hit you. The term chastisement means punishment or discipline and stripes are a result of scourging. We understand Jesus took our punishment upon himself and they scourged or whipped him prior to his being placed on the cross. What is interesting as well is the terms for sin we see here. Transgression is the sin of rebellion, whereas iniquity is a repetitive sin that one commits. Peace, of course, is shalom, and we know we can receive healing as part of the atonement. When we focus on opening doors to sin, we mean anything that will lead us into temptation. The term iniquity gives us an understanding that in some cases, an individual may have a particular drawing to a type of sin. Let's just take drunkenness for an example. We argue whether drinking alcohol as a Christian is sinful. We used to call them sipping saints. But the clear understanding from scripture is that we are not to be drunk. Drunkenness is sin. Yet there may be a Christian out there with a desire to get drunk. We talk about generational sins in that grandpa was a drunk, dad was a drunk, I got saved and now I still have an issue with wanting to get drunk. The best way to bring myself into temptation would be to frequent those places like bars where alcohol is regularly served, or associate myself with friends that like to party. Sexual sin is another area where we see open doors revolving. Back in the day, one had to divert oneself from magazines that someone had where you could pick up and look at the pictures. Today, we have a bevy of pornography easily accessible on the internet. In the past, one would have to go like to an adult movie theater or down to the red light district to be dragged into this sin. But today the temptation has become a regular thing even when scrolling through social media. Bad language would be another area. 
when hanging around individuals who find it easy to use foul language or when one has an issue with anger, they may find it difficult to avoid using words that are not pleasing to God. The term guilty by association was used in the past for individuals who would be accused of a certain crime or wrongdoing just because they hung around with others that would commit the crime or wrongdoing. Today when fighting the war with temptation, one has to maybe coin the phrase tempted by association. Door number one would be whom we associate with, our friends. If you hang around non-Christians or even liberal Christians who find no problem doing those things that you know are sin and will draw you in, you have opened a door to sin in your life. Door number two, possession. Back in the day, if you were fighting the allure of pornography and had, as we called them, dirty magazines in your possession, it would be quite easy to grab one and to indulge. If you have liquor in your cabinet and are an alcoholic or struggle with drunkenness, you may find yourself drinking alone to satisfy that urge. Door number three, inputs. Now. As a programmer, I deal with systems where people input data into computers. As humans, we have inputs as well. Eyes and ears are a couple of big ones. If we listen to things like music that is sexual in nature or depressive or glorifies drunkenness or cheating on our wives for that matter, we are inputting their philosophy of life into our minds and heart. If we watch things on television or movies that are contrary to the Word of God, we risk being drawn in by the enemy to commit those pet sins. We are surrounded in this world today by people and organizations that manipulate those inputs daily. So how does a Christian survive when they are drawn to certain sinful activities and are surrounded by these evil manipulators? Tune in tomorrow for our final look at surviving temptation in a sinful world. The Foundations Report is heard daily, Monday through Friday, on the Foundations Podcast Facebook page, and on the Foundations Channel on YouTube, and on various podcast distributors via audio feed. Be sure to tune in.